ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Make me feel good. Make me feel good? A podcast to make you feel good. I was 66. Most guys give it up in their late 40s. I was asked when I started it, you know, you want to joust, why? Of course, something different to do. And so why take jousting up at 66? Well, it's easier than 67. In Nelligan, Sir Darrell Bosley is the lord of his castle, keeping the sport of jousting alive. Sir Darrell isn't just any old knight, he's the oldest medieval jouster in the world. For him, taking up the lance in his 60s was a natural thing to do. I took it after after I retired, but I'm an ex-rodeo rider. I've been teaching martial arts since 74, so I've been teaching weapons since the 80s. So I had the horsemanship from doing stock work and rodeo and show riding. I had the weaponry from martial arts, so I put the two together, I found it very easy. I'm now 77, um, and most of the guys I joust against are in their early 20s, 30s. If you think you're too old, you definitely are. But don't think it. If you think you can, you think you can't, you're absolutely right. That is his end saying. So don't think old. Darrell might not think old, but jousting is practically ancient, stemming from the Middle Ages. Mounted knights charging at each other with three metre long lances in hand. It is the sport of kings. Jousting is the equivalent of what the knights used to do to practice for the charge in warfare. With a long lance charging at the enemy, the lance was 12 foot long, and the idea was to skewer the enemy at a distance that they could not hit you with a lance, a spear or a sword. The rules of a joust are 14th, 15th century, not modern. You would see two guys in full armour with a lance, each end of a tilt, which is the fence between them, they would stop behind the lance by their squire, salute, if they salute, and the other guy salutes you already, then you drop the lance and you charge and you try to knock him off your horse with your lance. You might be surprised to hear that jousting is still going. It's a small, tight-knit sport internationally, with Australia having just 15 competitors. But who growing up hasn't dreamed of being a medieval knight? I would love some more people in this area to get into it. When I was growing up, I absolutely wanted to be a knight. I made a homemade bow for my backyard fort and would dream of legends like Robin Hood and King Arthur. When I made a bucket list as a teenager, learning to joust was the second item I listed. Here, reporting on Sir Darrell, was this my chance to live out my childhood dream? The knight has the code of chivalry, honour, integrity, courage in battle. There was only one way to cross this off my bucket list. I was going to learn to joust with Sir Darrell. Darrell, what should I expect? What is it going to feel like when I'm in the full suit of armour? Very restricting, as in movement. First thing is to don the suit of armour. It's from the 14th century, weighs more than 40 kilos, and takes about an hour to put on. Feels like I'm wearing armour. I'm in it. Gradually it feels like everything is being put in quite a tight compression band. And now I've just finally put on this chest plate. And it just feels really solid. Almost like I'm being hugged quite tightly. But not too tightly, just a comfortable hug. 
It needs to be a hug because that's your best protector. You're right. That's your protector. They ate in it, they slept in it, they didn't wash, which is very much the thing of the time. Next step is putting on the helmet. The feeling, the feeling I, I should expect when I put this on. Yeah. Is, is what? What should I? Claustrophobic. Are you? I'm not claustrophobic. Good. Hopefully. With this letterbox-like helmet sitting on my head, I was well protected, at least by middle-aged standards. You've got armour on. It's less dangerous than crossing the road. You can do a joust without armour, but you'll do one and then you change the name from a knight to a shish kebab. Now it was time to mount up. I've ridden horses before, and Sir Darrell has lent me his noble steed, named Pony. During the joust, you have to be chivalrous. You cannot duck, cover, block in any way, shape or form. You must face your opponent square on and head up. The main aim is knock him off his horse. Do not be knocked off your horse. What you're trying to do is hit him hard enough for the lance to break the lance. You'll get one point for a hit, two points for a break, three points for a shatter, five points for an unhorsing. So, am I ready to face off against the oldest medieval jouster in the world? Oh, uh, we're not going to joust. <laughs> Jousting is usually a couple of years to learn. You're very close to that, you've been a couple of hours. But game, and I give you full credit for that. Thankfully, I'm not staring down Sir Darrell as my opponent. Because it's my first time, I'm going to practice on a quintain, a small rotating target you hit with a lance as you gallop past. I saddle up and get ready. Your lance, Sir James. Remember, you control your lance, don't drop it too quick. If the point digs in the ground, it will catapult you off the horse. No pressure. Salute for chivalry, bring it in, tuck it under your arm, drop it down slowly to your point at where you wish to go. We're going to hit a quintain, which is a medieval target of the day. Everything we're doing today and the way we do it is done as it was on the 14th, 15th century. It's a little smile, James. <laughs> smile, pony. I'll oh, give it a crack. Give it a crack. One last piece of advice, as I said earlier, uh, be brave in battle and be shivering. This is the moment I've been waiting for maybe my whole life. I raise the lance in salute and the horse breaks into a gallop. I'm holding onto the reins, bouncing in the saddle, wrangling this three metre long pole under my arm, trying not to fall, aiming at the rapidly approaching Quintain and then... Look at that! Contact. I hit the Quintain. That was his first go and he hit the quintain, so that's good. For his very first go. Fair maidens cheer and the crowd goes wild. But how did I stack up in the eyes of my mentor, Sir Darrell? Okay, James is a reporter, not a knight. But he had a couple of hours training, never had armour on before. He has ridden a horse before. Uh, the horse he was on has joust internationally, so he knows what he's doing. Uh, but James doesn't know the horse, and to sit on a horse you don't know, in armour for the first time, because it's very heavy. If you're in armour and you lean over, you're allowed to keep going because of the weight of it. And to hit the quintain with a lance, he did brilliant. Do I have the heart of a knight, like King Arthur? Uh, we don't know if he's got the heart of a knight until we cut it out and look at it which we could do.
Fair enough. I might not be quitting my day job quite yet, but I did get the seal of approval from my steed pony. When you are knighted, you have people bow down to you. A bow from a horse. Pretty high praise for a first time knight. Buddy. <laughs> that wasn't a good bow, but you got the idea.